It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You did it. You're here. You slovenly, craven podcast addict. And you know that after you saw us feature on your Spotify rap that you had to come back and get another filling, another <laughs> stocking treat. And imagine if we actually did feature on anyone's. That would be hilarious. Oh, um, shout out. If you have a screenshot of us featuring on your Spotify rap, send it to your boys. One of the various places. But today we're getting festive. We're getting Christmassy. We're getting ready to go for runs it's it's frosty outside christopher that's what i'm referring to well actually there's no topics or segments but how are you feeling on a morning where we have lots going on um i feel okay i'm Mm. conscious that my partner is next door uh singing along to miley cyrus quite loudly in the Mm. lounge don't know if that's coming through or not it currently isn't it's happening and you're conscious (laughs) because you know your podcast co-host has has the hot takes on the miley cyrus is this the this the yeah okay so it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. the colliding. I just thought when I when I came in here and said I'm recording a pod, yes. what the conscious person would do is go, right, I won't put music on really loudly then and start singing along <laughs> while making breakfast. Instead, they thought, he's fine with that. It should, shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Well, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure she's conscious. Like, she's doing it consciously. Do you mean consider oh, yeah. she, she don't give no shit. <laughs> she's fully conscious. Fully. She's fully aware. Yeah, yeah, fully decisive on this one. Well, listen. This might be her debut, pod debut. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, listen, when Louis got involved for the first time, it was very much against my wishes. But that's sometimes, sometimes, like last week, you have a lovely, wonderful guest like Ali, and he answers all the questions. And yeah. he's just a delight to be around. Another time someone just crashes in and, and we make do, we make the best of it. Yeah. This and week, you no way meant mm. to compare uh, my partner's <laughs> to a dog barking, but you did. No, so. what I meant to compare your partner's singing was, was the dog biting me and just uh, <laughs> having a lot of energy and aggression. But love to uh, your partner. I'm actually so desperate for your partner to feature on the podcast someday the listener now has been teased for coming up to a year so hopefully you know all kinds of uh festive landmarks coming up so who knows there might be a special just around the corner i was thinking of all kinds of ideas for potential specials i've got notes here but then as we discussed in our pre-podcast meeting today one alternative is just to take a break potentially we want to i want to put it out there to the listeners if you give us some energy back and your, your thoughts on the matter when it comes to podcasts do you like to get rid of them for a bit, get on with your life, enjoy the idea of them having a break, or do you want to keep getting your regular stuff? I think, hey, here's an idea. Let's let's just do ideas on the pod. What if we just... <laughs> this is so dumb. I love the dumb ideas. What if we just take a break for the second week of Jan, and that's like our signature? 
Because <laughs> I'm still a year later bothered about that. So what, instead of being bothered, we just make it a thing. Who cares? Um, I, I need I'm just, to... I'm just looking to see what mm. day Christmas Day falls on. It falls on Ooh. a Monday. I mean, Monday, the okay. Thursday, the 28th okay. of December is a working day, Jeffrey. People there you go. Be, and it's like... People should in... be listening to pods on their way to work. It's, people should be listening to their pods. There's the lull. You're like, okay, this isn't... Yeah. Give me back my, my regularity, my normalcy. Now, this week, if you've, if you've stayed with us this far... I, th- I think we need to start actually keeping track of a stat between the opening of the podcast, you did it, you're here, and the 30-second game. How long does it take? This week Four is minutes. coming up. To- <laughs> Christopher. Yes. Okay, here's the, con- here's the conceit, because we do it in a gamified way these days, ladies and gentlemen. You're on a, you're on a, um, you're on a public transport. You're on a, you're on a train. Going to Marlebone. Mm-hmm. Classic. <laughs> I'm um, on a Marlebone. <laughs> you're on a Marlebone, and you've got a Marleboner, and you're listening... Well to the culture, thank you, content consumption appraisal hour on your phone. You're listening to the raw file because mm. you're editing it because you're a very conscientious young man. And then um, I'm leading up to your 30 seconds, by the way, so be primed. Like, be getting in the zone. I, I'd hope so, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just saying words. Um, and then this little old lady waddles over to you and she says, oh, I really like podcasts. Are you listening to a podcast? What would you say back to her to start? <laughs> yeah great you're just laughing fantastic <laughs> and she'd go, she'd go to you my favorite is the totally football show with james richardson anyway what what are you listening to should i be listening to that and then you've got 30 seconds to give a bit of a sell job and or just have a nice little chat with a little old lady starting in mm-hmm. three two one well, thank you, little old lady, uh, for coming <laughs> over and, uh, and interrupting me while I was listening to my podcast. It's a shame that you listen to the Totally Football Show, because <gasps> the Guardian Football Weekly is a much better, more award-winning podcast, and <laughs> has better takes, and they hit, take the hard-hitting subjects and cover them really well. <laughs> However, I've got 12 seconds left to tell yeah. you what I was actually listening to, yes. which was the Cultural Content Consumption Appraisal Hour, 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 where two friends review stuff, they pitch it to each other, and guess how much the other person's going to enjoy it. And that's wow. what we do. I like how just when you tried to get back on task, saying the name of our show took an extra three <laughs> seconds out of you. <laughs> but I get what you then listen. I, I very that was a very on brand answer. It's been a morning, Jeffrey. It's I, been a morning. I only listen. just got out of my pajamas. <laughs> yeah, listen, I hear you. And you needed to before before you got to the, the meat of the game, the plant based meat, shout out, OG episodes. Um you needed to set her straight on her own podcast consumption it's an eternal question listener if you are a football fan and or podcast fan for years we've been out here um arguing about the totally football show versus the guardian football weekly it is what it is we move on we'll, we'll... sounds like a christmas special right there <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah this podcast versus that podcast um we'll resume at another point but i feel like we have to start with on a day where i've been assessing the world outside as we get up to christmas and it's frosty and the weather outside is frightening. I remember at the end of last week's episode, or the week before, because shout out to Ali for interrupting the flow um, very delightfully. Um, before that, and we were pitching stuff, something left my friend rather cold. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pitch for The Late Show with... I wanted to do David Letterman, but it technically is, so let me do it. The Late Show with David Letterman. But it's not. It's The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Into the thousands of episodes later, David Letterman returns as a guest. Christopher Anousa felt, listen, I've done fucking a dozen podcast episodes about late night. Let me free to roam and explore other lands. 
and I on my end was like, nah. I, I, well, <laughs> less nah. I saw it as, as quite funny because let's we're, we're going to talk scores soon. But I saw it as such a nice way to round out and almost crystallize and conclude such adventures because can you get more shoulder contenty than all this stuff about the stuff and then we never watch the stuff <laughs> you know exactly what i mean podcast listener. <laughs> it was shows about late night but i actually have a question for you to open up proceedings today because i i think the answer is going to be very interesting i mean and if it's not we'll just we'll make it somehow um have you ever watched a full episode of a late night talk show in your life probably not yeah, it's weird, right? We, like, th- this is just the degree to which it is. It is uh, again traversing that line between as much as it is on the. And we're old referring school, to a US late night show. We are, to be fair, it's on the old school um, CBS networks for the people who are just watching their regular televisions in the United States of America. But then for the global what audience, does CBS and- stand for Jeffrey. Um, broadcasting Central is in the middle. Definitely broadcasting in the middle. Central broadcast station um, i want to yeah. say central i want to say cool broadcasting shows cool all right cool um, <laughs> on that we'll move on i just um, it just felt like I, I feel like i need to address the the sigh and disappointment at the end of that episode when you mm. pitched the thing mm. i'd felt like i'd sat through a lord of the rings extended cut all night at the prince mm. charles say mm. and then they went right before you leave hobbit time mm. and and i was just like but i just did 10 hours See, whereas i felt like you just watched and obviously i can't get in your head but this is what mm. is my logic i felt like you just finished watching if you want to keep it on peter jackson analogies uh the get back series and, and at the let, end go listen to let it be yes, <laughs> yes. let it be so that's really really interesting um but then fair, fair which is what i did do with that so yeah yeah right maybe, i don't maybe it sums up the me and you in terms of our appreciation of this type uh, of content it like, does in maybe. two different places you yeah, yeah, you yeah they're your mates they're your buddies you feel really sure. connected to them mm. letterman i never really Mm. To be honest, even understood his humour until I listened to the podcast that he was on. I didn't even Ooh, know this he was fun. funny. He was just that guy. See, I didn't quite those artists know that I kept watching right, on YouTube. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a. I didn't realise the degree to which. Um, I know he's not as big a deal for you as for me, but I had no like. You literally kind of spent the most time with him ever listening to the Strike Force Fighter episode with him. You didn't appreciate yeah. his humour or even know he was funny. That's a very interesting way to put it. I also think it's um timing sometimes and lots of lots of other factors the way we both appreciate this content i think is a very good point but then i mean listen you're a, you're a, you're loyal to the show to the brand to the concept to the conceit and you, you did it anyway you jumped in yeah and first watch the right episode <laughs> how and then i guess now the listener's very curious mm-hmm. what, what what do you make of the whole affair so um just so you know how I how I watched it was um, I hopped on a plane over to America, went on the CBS website, and then watched <laughs> yeah. it on there, um, which is to the cause, by the way. Now, cause... even more, I'm understanding the reluctance on your part to dive in because you were just picturing <laughs> all this stuff. I mean, you you, you I do was like, great. This... He wants me to watch the bloody late night show. The only way I can do it is by yep. going to America. Yeah, it's like that time we almost on their catch up. We constantly are thinking of pitching. You have to watch Saturday Night Live, but you actually have to be there live. And this yeah. is why we don't do that, because it's quite so... Okay, I put you in a tricky position there, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that did mean that my enjoyment of this show was interrupted by hilarious American adverts, which yes. is always fun. That is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the show started, and yep. there's like a little little skit about 
um, someone doing an impression of Yoda. Yeah. Um, mocking Joe Biden from a right wing sort of chat or some sort. Some and then we got Stephen Colbert's opening monologue, which was, which was, to be honest, a joy. He does a very good impression Ooh. of Trump. Oh, okay, a joy, you know, for the monologue because this is that was actually a really interesting um, part of the Strike Force Five podcast where they all talked about monologues might be old school and they've all not all but some of them at various points said let's ditch the monologue and try other formats and they all eventually end up missing the monologue and it's just yeah. such a famous staple blah 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 so you enjoyed it yeah i enjoyed it oh, um he, he 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 sort of took digs at biden for being old which is always yes. funny yeah. he then took digs at trump for being an idiot which is also yeah. funny um, but he <laughs> the does classics. it's funny that when you hear an impression well they actually put clips of trump in one of his speeches where he goes off on his weird tangents and does what he does yeah. and it's it's so just looks like a Saturday Night Live sketch and words yeah. that come yeah. out. It's like he is basically an impression of himself now. Yeah. That it's, yeah, yeah. it's funny. Or yeah. I've just consumed so many impressions of Trump that I don't know what the difference is. Well, yeah, um, right. Well, because at this point, in terms of the content you consume, why would you ever see real Trump? You wouldn't, yeah, right? You would yeah. just see the impressions. So that's interesting. We've, we've got our own government douchebags to worry about. So <laughs> exactly. <that's> <laughs> we've got our own shit. Exactly. Yeah. But no, um, and, he, and he, to be honest, he did a really good impression, which I thought was good. And yeah. to be honest, Stephen Colbert's really funny. Again. Well, this is, you just made me think in, in, in rating the monologue a bit, let alone yeah. my big deal for this episode specifically being Letterman's back. Yeah. I, I think when we discussed Strike Force 5, Colbert was not a highlight for you. He was no, just there, part there was of the crew. I found yeah, that he's not your guy as much. Yeah. So it's literally, for me, it's like my guy coming back to the show. And for you, it's like a guy going back to a show. Yeah. Um, so Colbert's sort of winning you round with this monologue. You're yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah. Then I got ad break. Then he got <laughs> hit, hit with the first ad break. Very yeah, different kind of ad break. American ad breaks. Yeah, I did make any. It was only into like the third or fourth or fifth, sixth, seventh ad break that um, <laughs> I started to make notes of the funny ads that were popping up. Love that. Um, but they were all for. Actually, I might as well talk about it now. Yeah, go on. They were all for like really hard talking, like. Interview shows, one called Face the Nation, another nice. one called Person to Person. Then there was a game show called Beat the Cage. And then there was another hard hitting <laughs> interview show called Prime in Prime Time and, nice. and Inside Edition. These are all different names of Bro, very similar shows with stern looking people talking about interviewing people. Stop the presses. Are you just trying to give me pitch ideas right now? What's going on? <laughs> it sounds like. Do you remember that I think you should leave skit where he does the hard hitting talk show and then he just stays the yeah, whole time on his phone? Is that sort of vibe, like, right? But six of those, just constantly, every <laughs> single one. And it was someone walking towards a camera and standing to one side and looking sternly in the camera. And it was like, oh, I'm Shum 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 Shum. And yeah. this is prime time. And on this show, we tell the truth yeah basically we really talk about yeah. one of which was interviewing pink with a hard-hitting conversation the oh. other one was oprah with a hard-hitting conversation Bro. it was just it was funny ads they got me Ho after a while. I had to stop hopefully that's down. why you enjoy content like this because zero hard-hitting questions <laughs> fucking fuck the hard-hitting <laughs> questions <laughs> just come get some softballs and some bullshit you know when when eric cuts to the interviewer and you know that that's just like a talking nodding head that was done after the fact oh that yeah 100 yeah, yeah. Like, oh i love that mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah lots like of nodding writing down notes anyway yeah, came really back good. from that first ad break yeah. break um and i just wanted to point out um before we go into the nitty-gritty i made a note here that colbert's anecdote about giving this show on the strike force five podcast is a brilliant mm. little story mm. about he was almost given the heads up six months before he sort of yes. questioned whether um letterman knew that he was being yes. asked to do it and they said yes. oh yeah yeah letterman knows um to this day we don't know whether letterman did know or not i don't yep. think he did when he, no. when he asked he, letterman about it yeah 
I can't tell you how much for a late show fan hearing him be like, Dave, I want to tell you the story. And like, yeah. you're on a podcast. So obviously everyone's listening to it, but it feels very intimate. Like they're all just on a call and you're hearing it. And he's like, I'm not sure you actually know the story, Dave. I'm going to tell you. It's like, it's, it's fucking mind blowing. Obviously, if you're not a huge late night head, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm sure business deals have to get made somehow. But it's like, it's mad how he told it. And yeah, so he got the, the six month heads up. And, and then oh he went God. and I, th- I think either his sister flew to him or he flew to yes. his sister. Yes. And all he said initially was mm. it seems like letterman's gonna be leaving soon yeah. and then her face just lit up and then he was like right that's it i know i know i need to do it then sort yeah. of thing and it was just it was like a really nice heartwarming story dude yeah, let alone so heartwarming sure you have to yeah. like I, i'm not sure if i'm remembering it perfectly now but you have to nudge the heartbreaking too because wasn't his whole thing like i can't do it because our mum isn't around anymore and I would sort mm. of be doing it for her. And then it was his sister. I think the man has like 20 siblings or something. It's mad. But this yeah. sister and him have quite the connection. She's like, no, 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 you have to do it. And it's a, yeah, it's a very touching story. When he was like just going off on one, talking to Letterman, it did show me, as someone who's never been a Colbert guy through and through, it did show me what his unique talent might be, which is sometimes he can just get very sincere yeah. and it just won't lose you. It will still stay a bit charming a bit funny but like some other people if they get fully sincere it's like a bit jarring like if jimmy fallon suddenly you're like whoa where's the laughter but for some reason colbert when he was telling that story i 100 percent agree it really was like geez my guy's got yeah. such a big life here to consider this this big move and then uh, he did it so he also, I, I think he wanted to be like an actor or something more yeah so he, yeah because yeah. he, he did the colbert report which was almost mm-hmm. like a character thing character thing. Yeah. yeah he said it was a character yeah mm. so when he was offered a late night thing he was like is that actually what he wants to do yeah dude I, I can't think of a more interesting journey to get to a, a host i actually have always found the colbert character on the colbert rapport way funnier way easier mm. to get because it was just he basically he made fun of right-wing talk show hosts yeah. how great would that be right now True. Just like literally what you were just doing, the hard hitting questions and I gotcha and ah, and he was so fucking funny. And his whole thing for me, the last five to 10 years now has been like, okay, I was really good at that. Can I just be me now? And I think he's, he's, he's finally uh, getting there, but yeah, quite a journey, et cetera, et cetera. Six years in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Ian Letterman comes out. Letterman makes a quite funny joke that this is like the most enthusiastic audience he's been in front of since the night he announced he was retiring. Yeah. Um, and then they had a quick, chat about how the desk was used to be over there but now it's here and yeah. then i had another road break yeah. um <laughs> what did you make okay. of the evasion because um for someone who isn't too uh immersed in it did it did it seem heartwarming did letterman seem moved did you care oh, at all? come on <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah i get it yeah appreciate it yeah it's not i i mean yeah it's a big deal i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just like sit down and tell us have a chat come on what are you here yeah. for what are you promoting? What are you plugging? Nothing. Um, Dave, we come back from the break and David Lemon yep. says, I have some announcements. He says it's his wife's birthday and all she ever wanted was to be wished happy birthday through a camera. And that was the end of his announcements, yep. which I thought was funny. <laughs> that was good. Um, then they talked about uh, Colbert having a hidey hole or somewhere to hide. Yes. Um, he asked him talk- before he left one of the few one chat he had before they yeah. switched uh, and Colbert took over the show, is there, is there anywhere to hide? to hide? Yeah, from the yeah. studio execs. And there is a place, apparently. And they were probably having a funny little, like, is it it's on like the floor? like a brace They were talking about a freight elevator with, like, a yeah, brass yeah, yeah. handle or something. A big, big deal about this, bro- this brass handle on the elevator. Yeah. And I just I just liked how Letterman was like, where is it? And Colbert's like, I can't tell you. <laughs> They'll know. 
Um, um, then yeah. I had another ad break. Um, yes. Literally, I don't know how people watch this stuff in America. Dude, it's crazy. Life. It reminds... It's, it's just yeah. so... You just... There's never any momentum. Any flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder how... If that, it's actually probably more natural to cut it up for social media sometimes in that way, where at yeah. least you're not... Yeah, you're constantly... So I watched a version... Um, like long story short i've got this guy he gets me vhs tapes the whole thing um express delivery blah 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 and yeah for me i didn't get the ad breaks but i kept getting the cutting to the ad break we're two minutes into the chat i'm loving it hey we're gonna take another break dave letterman's gonna be here i'm bro we just started talking like let the man finish your story (laughs) yeah so my 90 minute podcasts like seriously exactly (laughs) exactly we're out here without one single ad there's probably a happy medium um and then then there, I, I, yeah, there were still many ad breaks to come, but other points. <laughs> Stephen Colbert or David Letterman said these words don't have kids; it's not worth it. So I wrote that down. Um, the thing about that sending them off to college. Steve and Colbert lost his shit when David Letterman said, um, "My wife, my wife, and I run a lot of errands." Yeah, he like, really found that funny. <laughs> yeah, there was something about the tone of that that just uh, just almost he said it as opposed to the end of a story the beginning of a story yeah. rather it made it just sound like that was the whole story and that really made colbert laugh that made me laugh too yeah and yeah. one of those errands was about going to the pharmacy and then there was a there was a joke in there yes. Yes. i won't say the whole joke but it was quite no. a funny joke and it was yes. a good little punchline at the end of it yeah took you on a, one of those jokes that takes you on a little story it does take you and on then a story. yeah and then i can't tell punch. you how much for years my guy letterman funny chap didn't yeah. break through in any big way in the early days, semi-successful stand-up, semi-successful just regular talk show host. When he starts breaking... Tried to do breaking, a daytime show. Tried to do a daytime show, as you're aware. When he starts breaking through, it's as a talk show guest. And it was with Carson and then with others. And then he becomes um, a host. And then for 30 years, his whole thing is hosting other people. Like, if anyone knows how to put on those old familiar slippers of just sit on the couch, tell us a couple stories, be a bit funny, on your way, mate. Um, it's just really funny to watch, like, the godfather of it, in a way. <coughs> Sit on the couch and, and do it. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed that that story, too. And perhaps that, if, of all the ones I could potentially link to in the show notes, perhaps I should add add that one, because it's a, it's a fun little yeah. tale he tells. Yeah. And then um, they had a little discussion about having great musical guests. Letterman said how he was frightened of the drummer of Green Day. I love that that was um, a weird... <laughs> yeah, how, how that, of all the thousands he's seen, that one came to mind. I enjoyed that. And I think he told another long-winded joke about how the National just did two dates in Japan or something last night, but they've flown all the way here just for him. Yeah. I don't know whether that was true or not. I feel like No, I don't think so. I, don't, I think they, I think they make... came off tour, but not... Yeah. I, think, he, I think he said Mumbai. He yes, just came from Mumbai. And, and Colbert was like, oh, that, you know... It's a good, good one, and it went. Over and then the they did the sweet thing where Letterman got to sit at the desk, and then that was the end of their interview. <laughs> and then the National came out, and they were the National being the National, yeah. um, doing a song I think called "Space Invader." Was that yeah. what it was called? Okay, yeah. cool. And then the show ended, and, and then the that show ended. was the forty-minute late-night show that took an hour and a half to get through with that. <laughs> <laughs> that version of um, Colbert sort of liking the Mumbai joke and the audience being like, what? That's exactly what we just did at the start of this episode, talking about you getting on a plane to go to America. But me and you are cracking each other up and the audience is like, wait, what, is that real or not? Um, At least one person is a bit confused whether you went to America or not. I guarantee it. Um, And we'll leave them there. And we'll leave them there. And then, um, yeah, I can't think of anything more illustrative of the coming from different places on this one than the way you just described the ending where he sat in the desk and it was sweet and I'm over here in floods of tears. I'm not actually, but it was very, very moving for me because he actually, this is very... It was sweet. It was sweet. Thank you. It was sweet. The, The guy 
did a thing that is not very Letterman-y. Letterman hates a compliment, hates being lauded, always changes the subject, cannot, uh, to, to a fault. Loves a big beard. I love how his whole post Late Show host period has been defined by, it's like a look, right? Yeah, it's the beard. But he doesn't want um, um, to be lauded. And in this case, he actually asked, can I sit in the chair? And it was very sweet. And they took another selfie, like, on the last yeah. time oh, Colbert appeared. Sorry, yes. Yes. When Colbert was on Letterman, they'd had a selfie, and they retook that selfie, basically. They retook the selfie. Cute. Doing stuff that's, like, traditional or annual or shouting out to other landmark moments is exactly how you get me in the feels. So, listen, I actually... Jeff just wants people to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Oh, hey, I'm also... Let me be clear to all the people I, I ship and stan. I'm, ve- I'm here for you falling out for a bit but then you have to come back together and make a whole big deal of it and have a anyway um so it's it's funny that uh here we are with uh, we're about to get into scores now because as much as uh letterman coming back big deal blah, blah 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 i as a fan watched it and i thought well as much as there was lots of good feeling around it and i'm glad they did it and letterman got to sit in the chair as a piece of content interestingly that i'm a big fan of late nights the Strike Force Five was way more insightful and interesting, and like it's just—it's almost like it showed me how my—I've changed my um, what's the word? Almost like my palette for that sort of content. I'd rather hear everyone just chilling and chatting, and like mm. actually in the format. I was like, oh, this is a bit too rushed, and there's too many ad breaks, and yeah, it, it like it. To be honest, even with one of my favorite dudes, it wasn't my favorite. So that was—it was quite interesting. Where I'm like, I'm probably—I'm sure he can get a few gems out of this, but I can actually very much understand if. Um, yeah, you, you you were a bit lukewarm on it. So let's let's yeah exactly. He just speaking gave me of a lukewarm. <laughs> speaking of lukewarm, let's get some guesses and scores. Now listen, here we. This, <coughs> if if this isn't a, it's going to be interesting. I've gone for. I think we had a lot of telegraphing a potential first one for anticipation, but no, I don't. I think I think he's he had to give it a two because at the end of the day. Um, you know he's, he's not a monster <laughs> interesting interesting <laughs> and then, interesting and then he watched it and as you as you heard from his describing and recapping there were enjoyable little moments before he kept being um you know gracefully interrupted by chucked an into another ad <laughs> good one and then <laughs> afterwards he was like that was fine so i i figure it's a bunch of averages and below averages of a two in anticipation a three for enjoyment during and a three in retrospect afterwards. Nailed two, three, three. three. Really? Let's yep. go! Okay, I mean, I couldn't have given you it any easier. I don't know. I really... I could, it could have been a one. What do, you th- what do you think could have made it a one if you were, like... If you had just uh, finished the Strike Force 5 that morning and you were actually sick of them? I don't them? think it would have ever gone down to a, a one. No. Have we done um, ones? I'm pretty sure we've done ones. Yeah? Oh, did we... Went up with I, would, our I would say go check the website, but please don't. Um... <laughs> Can can that be the thing today? Don't check the website. <laughs> the main Stop page, the, the main page with the shows and everything is. Come check out the main page. Yeah, and then and the season one scores are completely. They're all there. They're up to date. Let's all let's season all reminisce about season one. We haven't written down, and we don't know where they are. Season so two's ongoing. Do a thing. Yeah, Jeff might have to do a thing, but when it's ongoing, it's a whole thing. Now I have just found my scores for this week's episode, and I think we should open proceedings for this review. With a nice sip from my cup of coffee, so let's all just do that. Oh. Let's let's sniff it first. Are we sniffing? Let's sniff. Mmm, instant. Very good. 
This is a big deal for you. We are doubling down on the big deals for you. I keep trying. <laughs> I keep writing down. This will be funny. This will be weird. This will be off me every week. Here's my favorite thing in the world. Please don't be mean. It's like, can we chill the fuck out? This is your guy. Oh, I'm not going to lie. A couple of times this week, I forgot what I'd pitched you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And on occasion, I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's uh, a thing that you love this guy. Well, I, c- kind of, but we need to check. <laughs> okay. Are you reviewing Diary of a CEO? Yeah. Or are you reviewing James Hoffman? Or are you Imagine. reviewing are you reviewing James Hoffman on Diary of a CEO? So Yeah, the the, the last one, because that's what you gave me. This is this the is whole, the, that, we, that, we yeah, know we know at this point that content that you yeah, watched about which can stuff. T- which which can touch on all of the above. Imagine I'm literally yeah. just reviewing the man James Hoffman. I give him a two in anticipation because I keep thinking <laughs> I see you walking around Hammer. I give you a four because you seem charming on the videos, but who knows? I don't know you in real life. Can't give you a five. Yeah, um, yeah no, listen. So for, I'm, con- I'm, for context yes. for listeners, please. James Hoffman is. Um, I can only argue that he's he's un- he's like a coffee entrepreneur at this at this point in his. He's life. the coffee guy on the internet. Bish bash yeah. bosh. You get it. No, go on. Yeah. I want to hear your spiel. But he he was a world barista champion. He's done a lot of work. He owns a roastery. He does all this sort of stuff. And then possibly the last four or five years, yeah. he's he just started a little YouTube channel and it blew up. And it mainly blew up during COVID because a lot of people decided that they wanted mm. to know how to make good coffee at home because all the shops got shut. Yes. Um, and he just fell into it there. I discovered him and it, it took me a while to figure it out that mm. my YouTube algorithm knew that I liked Darren Brown. So it offered me a video of James Hoffman talking about a time that he did like a magic trick with Darren Brown. It then yes. spat out another algorithm at me that James Hoffman also has this really funny, well-watched video of him reviewing an Aldi espresso machine, mm. which then after that, I then fell into the wormhole and the rest was history. And since wow. then I've purchased coffee products i now don't drink instant where possible mm. i mm. now am quite funny and have a whole pageantry around making coffee <laughs> yeah it's a whole thing for you now it's a whole it's ritual a whole thing so as a as a you know occasional an guy well no as, a, as an occasional um interloper into christopher's actual life in which i am offered a cup of coffee um i just know that over the years at some point my man got fancy out here my man something <laughs> happened and occasionally i'd see this dude with the white hair looking a bit too classy for school on his uh youtube and something something that's to do me and the coffee is to do with this guy <laughs> all right yeah cool great so this is very much it's something that was going to happen at some point because then he even went that step further which is where as much as i want to be like i don't get it i have to respect it which is you went and saw the guy at a live show <laughs> this is this is where you win me over because you know i'm out here consuming my niche content if you're out here supporting the live shows of the niche content okay i'm, I'm interested now so at some point Again, as we're always talking about, what's the timing? I did check mark it as a, I'm I'm interested in this in this chap. Um, just just you know, I have a different relationship to coffee, and the timing wasn't yeah. feeling right. So I am as of recently, and having um, Bex shout out on our podcast, I have been here or there dipping into the diary of a CEO a bit more. I do find it a bit much. It's almost like it's when a you bit get much. <laughs> I've, I've never watched one before until I watched this one. But I can thought, you tell hey. me a bit about your? Why is it a bit much for you? He sometimes I wonder if he's actually listening. 
<laughs> hey, that's that's I, that was my a bit much as just the fucking the opening. And hey, yeah, be I, I don't if I'm being fully weird or the text fully weird. Yeah, be fully weird. Okay, and it's like all this stuff that's like wow, he's about yeah. to reveal something. It's just like they're having a conversation. Yeah, it's just the contentification of very low key contentification. It's the wow. contentification of these very low key moments of just nice chat that you have to it's gonna be yeah. a thing oh and especially even... especially with james where he is not the most yeah. loud and <laughs> abrasive person and they've and... gone he's like so you like coffee yeah it's just like yes I do. <laughs> dude the best example of that is the fucking thumbnail because what's the quote it's him looking a bit like hey i'm telling you a thing right now and the quote is you're being lied to about coffee <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he said that once well i think i think in a low-key way in a in a very gentle like coffee's a lot greater and nicer and then more what interesting. we've been told basically yeah. i think maybe in that respect but the thumbnail makes it look like the coffee industry aligns you <laughs> it's fucking it's if you of- watch that 90 minutes you'd be like is it <laughs> yeah it's just like maybe enjoy so to speak of to get to it a bit for me now yeah. maybe his whole thing not as revolutionary and combative as the thumbnail made out is just the idea of enjoying the thing more right yeah so i actually did a bit of a um i had a, a few things on the go before our podcast record this morning and i had a bit of time to get a moment of fresh air and i thought let me go to my local costa which he trashed yeah. in a very gentle not directly way but in yeah. at some point during it he had to he had to choose his what you he know, did a taste test thing yeah he did a taste test and he went for starbucks i was very confused um i i don't know how this happened in my life christopher I don't even know how I started drinking coffee. It's kind of like the classic. I'll always remember the Dexter's Laboratory shout out <laughs> Cartoon Network. Oh, that needs a pitch at some point. And just the parents who couldn't wake up in the morning until they got mm. their morning cup of coffee. And I used to laugh at my parents for what I perceived as a weakness there. And then at some point, I'm going to get a bit deep here and say it was my giving up smoking that got me into coffee, giving up Diet Coke and other carbonated beverages where I just had a need for a thing. And mm-hmm. coffee then ritualistically became a, a bit of a part of my life, but in a very low key, I just like the instant bullshit way. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Costa and I got my usual order because I think part of what James Hoffman is selling and what you enjoy about it is the... You know, people are just having shout out the Auntie Donna boys. Their cup of morning brown doesn't need to be anything. Yeah. And he's like, "Listen, it's a whole more refined world here, and you can do it properly." And I don't think you're giving it the time and attention. I don't think he said the word properly. I, I, okay, fair yeah. enough. I'm I'm putting it out then. He's no. To be clear, not at all judgmental about it. He have a, he has a lot of caveats. He's the most. You know, if you want to interpret anything as, like, combative, he's very passive-aggressive about it. I've, at some point, I actually made a, a quote. He was talking about um, just the grind culture in the 20s that he went through. It was like, hey, you have to be at your desk 24-7 and always working. And he, and he was like, I think that's atrocious and horrible and awful, in my opinion. Mm. It's like, okay, just, it's fine. <laughs> just have the opinion, my guy. So anyway, I think there's two different lines you could take this. And I very much uh, appreciate that you've gone down one of the routes, which is get more interested, get educated, learn about it. Um, I keep wanting to use the word properly, but like, mm. try it, try it differently. Get more uh, in depth. Get a proper machine. A proper. I had to do it. I don't know why. Um, yeah. You know, do do coffee in a different way that isn't instant. And then the other side of it, which even before I'm a big convert, I can very much relate to, is just he describes at some point that 15 minute journey of enjoying a cup and sort of just um, even the the story of like. You should go in as a world barista champion. How much he shouted that out reminded me as my my first year of working as a tutor when I won tutor of the year for Northwest London. Shout out! It's like, am I still banging on about that five to six years later? Possibly. And so fair Didn't play. Did you get like um the top 
um, five marking your GCSE <laughs> English as well. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't anticipating that. That's really funny that you. Yes. Yeah, so listen, we all win stuff in, in, in the, the years whole past. of the UK. In the yeah. whole of the UK. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know why I had to become Trump for that. And he's just talking. He had a really nice spiel about the whole point of a coffee shop is you leave happier. And the yeah. barista sort of reads you and it's like, do you need a, a chat today? Do you need this today? And then he used those two terms, which I am a huge fan of together. And it's kind of weirdly what mm. to me this podcast is about. The words of mindful consumption. Yeah. When he said that, it came together for me and I started really, really relating to a lot of what he said. So in terms of those two lines, one is watch all the videos, get some of the gear, get the books, become a big fan. But he pushed it in such a gentle way where he's like, at the end of the day, if you dr- if you out there are drinking a bit less coffee, but enjoying it more, enjoying higher quality stuff, that's kind of what I'm going for. Hashtag yeah. mindful consumption. And so and, I had... What, what, what changed for me, just mm, on that no, point please, please, very quickly, yeah. is I went from drinking, I don't know, six shit cups of instant coffee at work mm. a day to one really, I don't know, two really nice cups in the morning. Yeah. And then maybe something nice as like a early afternoon pick me up again yep. then and it was just like actually that's probably better for me yes, or yes, it, yes, and, yes. And, and then i just appreciated it that bit more i i mm. now enjoy my little ritual in the morning of just yes. it's my way of waking up now yeah is to do that thing and it's and and, and i do think the quality is better and it's, it's sad for me because now if i ever get offered like an instant cup in a place where it's kind of like rude to turn it down i sort of just power on through and just <laughs> <laughs> We're all just flashing back to the times Christopher has visited me at my place. <laughs> hey, I, uh-huh. I, w- I would think that that occasional, like, it almost reminds you by the contrast of why you probably yeah. like the fancier cups, yeah. no? Is that not part of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so this morning I thought, as much as I um, I couldn't help it, I was won over to, to seeing the appeal of, of that change because I too see it's not just uh, being fancy for the sake of being fancy. It's if I up the quality here and up the being conscious of what i'm doing with this Mm. i'll need less of it because he 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 makes this point legit i'm sort of where you're at i have Mm. three to five cups and it's all a bit shit and whatever and it just keeps me going and i kind of do like the idea of maybe having one or two and they're just a bit better at this point it is a lot Mm. of faff and i feel like there's a bit of resistance at the beginning that right now it's just like watching a fucking it's getting past one pitch of a thing to actually becoming a fan of the series i'm not fully there yet but i'm a lot more open to it than before this podcast i have to admit okay. but i just thought let me try a thing let me do a test because during the podcast i feel like it's on nearly a million views after a week i feel like a lot of people are probably sitting there going i'm gonna fucking buy all the stuff he sells it in the best way which is like i am not selling you a thing i'm just telling yeah. you about this thing i love and i hope you could find it and love it too and the second you take off the sell job i'm suddenly like tell me more sell me a thing it's such a great <laughs> tactic in a way to be cynical but i'm i really get sincerity off him so anyway I also, thought, uh, what, I, what i also liked is that mm. um i don't even know the diary of a ceo guy's name stephen bartlett you watch dragon's den come on now i, I watched who what what dragon's den he's on dragon's den too Oh, you don't. You're an apprentice guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, isn't Gary Neville on Dragon's Den now? I think he was doing a guest season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Shout that, out. That Stick to football, watch. mate. Can we have also can we have Roy Keane on Dragon's Den? I <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> um, no, but um, he was like pushing him really hard to say, right, I've got five grand. What's the best thing I need? And yeah. James just kept going, but what do you like? What do yeah, you yeah. want? Because you, you don't have to necessarily throw shitloads of money at it. He was kind of yes. like, you could do much better with a 20 pound 
filter jobby off yeah. um, Amazon yeah. and then just get a nice grinder so that you can, and then you can make a nice drink. You don't mm-hmm. need to spend thousands on an espresso machine if yep. that's, and it depends. And, and that's kind of where my head's at as well. I bought a couple of things a few mm-hmm. years back and I haven't mm-hmm. really bought much more since because I haven't now, needed to. Here's a question I've been looking forward to asking you for, yeah. for, since I watched it. Have you bought any of the books? I, I, I do have How to Make wow. the Best Coffee at Home book. I do have okay, his book. I have a follow-up question. Yeah. Have you read the book? <laughs> I read the first... Let's go! <laughs> it's really pretty. It looks really good. It's I'm not really even judging. Good, it's such a good... I, I get it, I get it. Um, so it's I just also thought, signed. Ah. Oh. Loki, I did look up signed, Jeff Ho- Je- signed James Hoffman books for you as a potential gift at some point afterwards, and then I very quickly stopped and thought, he's already got that. Everything's fine. I don't have the world <laughs> atlas of coffee. Just no, you're fine. Listen, you got one signed book. You're fine. Um, okay. <laughs> so, I'm I'm thinking this morning. Let me just do my usual, but mm. in, let me enjoy it and be conscious of it a bit more. <laughs> so I don't do this on the regular anymore, but I fucking go in with the badness and the sugar and all the stuff. So I got my yeah. order. Which, which um, is, Jeffrey? Uh, wait, what is it? They fucking change the name all the time. I think it's a, a Belgian chocolate frappe with coffee and cream and a millionaire shortbread. That's my snack of choice, too. And mm-hmm. boy, does that stuff hit. Like, I'm on drugs. Like, it is a drug. Um, so today, I just sat there, and guess what ha- is happening? <laughs> so this is funny. Bit more, This bit more behind the scenes than the listener asked for, but you have visited this Costa with me. You have seen. I, let's 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 keep all the details a bit less um, particular, Jeffrey. Um, basically, we'll talk about this more off the pod. But basically, the manager was on a really nice one today, and it, it completely did what James was talking about and read my vibe. I wanted a bit of chat about how it's quite funny. I still like a cold drink in winter, and then yeah. we're basically just making my my drink and we're smiling and thanking each other and. She seemed very on it, talking to all the usual customers. And it was just such a nice vibe there. And I'm having my sugar intense drinks. And yes, part of my uh, contemplation there in that moment, sitting there thinking about my day ahead is I should stop having so much sugar. That's a lot. That's definitely part of it. But just to enjoy what I have on the regular, I did feel a James Hoffman inspired. What is a cup of coffee actually for? It's for taking that moment mm. to yourself, enjoying something that tastes good in your in your mouth. Shout out to the dirty people there. And just um, for me, this is like where it makes sense that this coffee replaces uh, cigarettes. Because for me, at some point, I can't remember where I read this, but cigarettes as a way of punctuating your day, literal punctuation marks commas like it's just a run-on sentence without these things where you take breaks from the day you go out you're processing stuff you're thinking for me of course nicotine but that was probably the hardest thing to give up with giving up cigarettes it's just this ritualistic me to myself having a thing moment that i somehow seem to need and i love the idea of a more mindful nice version of it being coffee and i see a lot of benefit to it a lot of niceness Mm. and yeah just leaving today Firstly, I enjoyed it a bit more than usual. I didn't feel quite as much in a in a rush, in a blur. The idea of being mindful and conscious of what you're doing, being part of what he's he's trying to put out there is something I very much agree with. And secondly, I went from kind of just finding the whole idea of it as a super high-grade whatever, a bit snobby and you, you think you're better than me and leave me alone, to like, oh, it's actually communicated a lot more gently and lovingly and non... This is the key thing, non-judgmentally. 
that I'm suddenly now a bit more open to trying different kinds of coffee. So uh, if you wanted to sell your boy, I didn't realize it would be via this podcast, but I'm 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 here for more James Hoffman content now. And that's <coughs> that's what happened. And I will say as much as here or there, I was like, Stephen Bartlett, what are you actually talking about? I kind of like that he asked what you might consider like a dumb question here or there. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Right? It was just common man questions that I was like, yeah, this is going to be interesting how he handles this related to mental health, addiction, coffee on yeah. this, coffee on that. He's just asking it. And I really appreciated how... He's basically he... the 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 westernised views of what coffee is for mm. and the connotations associated with it. Mm. He just basically asked all of those questions. And yeah. to be fair, James knocked most of them to one side pretty quickly because there, there was a few things i wanted to highlight mm, that he talked please. about which i thought was interesting mm. um first one being that it's crazy that this tropical fruit that grows in altitudes in these tropical countries is basically mm. in 95 percent of people's houses in their cupboard yes that that's a crazy thing because coffee starts as a seed and a fruit or whatever on a, on a yeah. tree or whatever it is and it's grown in these tropical climates and it's become this massive commodity around the world mm-hmm. um and then there's this perception that all coffee is bitter and you have to add cream and sugar and milk or whatever to it. Oh, yeah, to he then, definitely to was adding me, subtweeting me with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to then sort of almost um, get to your caffeine kick quicker. It seems mm-hmm. like you go through this barrier of bitterness and whatnot to get that. Yes. Um, which which then that's where I sort of... Um, I actually now enjoy coffee completely differently to where yeah. I just thought, I'm um, just, I need caffeine because caffeine's great mm. or whatever. And they, they sort of talked about that bit as well. And there was something else. And he also talked about, he likes, sometimes he just wants his sugary cup from Starbucks. And that yeah. was something that I relate to quite a lot as well, to be honest. <laughs> I think which, from my anecdote like, today, I, I'm you go- might. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going, yeah. And I'm not going to some of these coffee shops to get a nice black light roasted coffee from Colombia or something. I'm mm. going to get sugar in a cup. Man, yeah, sometimes. For it. Sometimes. And sometimes. Dude, that, you're after. that and that's that, fine too. <laughs> when when he was so he had to be pretty on point uh, with some like at least awareness of the research. I liked at some point he was like, I I I'm I read the research, but I don't do like the papers. I was like, geez, yeah. even the fact that you read the research, good for you, mate. Um, but like when he was having to sort of almost be the coffee defender on these health questions that Stephen mm. was asking, it was really interesting that at some he gives all these stats about how like it. It actually, there's nothing definitive about it being unhealthy and it could help for this and it could help for that. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is all, as much as I believe you and you've got a very sincere, cool tone about you, blah, blah, blah. It is nice and uh, convenient for what you do, right? And then some point he drops the, oh, by the way, considering what we're talking about, like all those studies I was mentioning earlier, that's when you don't have the cream and you don't have the milk and you don't have the sugar. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes the health question slightly different. He's talking about black coffee. My guy at some point towards the end of the podcast is like, listen, I get it. I get why people do it. And I really, let alone for this podcast and for Stephen, I think in life in general, this is how you should deal with either dissenting opinions or things you find a bit hard to deal with. Um, you know, in terms of differences of opinion, it's like at least try and see their point, even if you've got mm. a point. So he's not out here saying like, if "You're drinking milk." That's just, that should be the thumbnail. If you're putting milk in your coffee, you're a Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah, um, he's not. He gets it, but he says the actual taste and uh, you know the actual point of coffee is like tasting the coffee itself, which we're blunting. As you as you used a really interesting word there, um, so that that changed it for me. I really liked early doors. This is what made me like maybe increase how engaged I was by another 5-10%. I really liked their conversation about the links to addiction and or mental health because 
at some point, as much as he's like tried to say, you know, there's no definitive connection here. I'm not actually a doctor, et cetera, et cetera. But it, like, if you're worried about your caffeine, your caffeine intake, like it definitely wouldn't hurt to take coffee out and see if that made a difference or try and go yeah. without it for a month. And I think that's always like whenever someone is attached to a brand and a product, if they can actually say that and you're like, oh, OK, it's not like a do or die for some. I, li- I really like the idea that I think that's true for some people. Too much caffeine is like just, yeah. you know, it's not everyone on this planet needs to drink he, coffee. He also, or not. he also shouted out decaf and he said decaf has this connotation. And he's like, actually, for those who actually just want to enjoy the coffee without the caffeine, there's nothing wrong with that. And that should be allowed. This, this, that, I'm, I'm glad you people, highlighted that. Yeah. Because that was probably um, when I was like, I'm, I didn't expect it to be this flavor of, of knowledge and or insight. But this is where I now decided I'm getting something out of this podcast for me personally in my own little journey at this time in my life, the idea of decaf was completely antithetical to me. Mm. And I, I, Hey, I'm not saying tomorrow I'm becoming the guy, but just even opening that door to me thinking, Oh, you know, I do have too much caffeine and I have these crashes sometimes and I will overly rely on it. It's probably to a degree, a placebo effect. And if you can just chill the fuck out, maybe enjoy the taste of something to fill that ritual space, if not the big old caffeine, Burst. Um, I really, I, I did love that point. And yeah, basically the main thing I took away from it, because I think this might um, be connected to when you decided to get into coffee a bit more. I love the idea of, for a lot of people, it's going to be this way with coffee, but like pick anything, right? What are you already into and doing and just mm-hmm. being more mindful about it and around it? That's the, yeah. the big idea I, I liked and took from it. It's like if you're, if you're a walker, like actually enjoy your walks. What's the history of, of walking? What is there to do? Runner, if you like to exercise, if you're into... I just love the idea of a hobby, a passion, a thing you do. And we all at points in our lives get quite absent-minded about it and do it on automatically. And I just love the idea of getting more conscious about it. So actually, yeah, I've, I've, I've been raving a bit. So but, you're um, now a little bit more mindful around coffee. You're yep. almost following like a training plan for running as well. Yeah, listen. Just, I'm just, just <laughs> slowly your world. infecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, listen, this is my, again, another really nice thing about the podcast is this is what happens with uh, your friends over the years. You don't, I uh, listen, I recommend it. Starting a podcast is fun, but you don't need it. At some point in life, you influence each other and get each other into stuff and yeah i like i say it's going to be very interesting now going forward because this definitely opened a door but like i as i say today i just had all my basics <laughs> and i don't know it see it does listen and he's he admits this it seems like a lot of faff and budget wise and all this stuff but i'm definitely more i i, I definitely had an attitude block to it before that i feel like has definitely and worn you down know what else he said as well um mm. he talked about coffee being a great place when you go abroad to mm. explore places mm-hmm. and, and and actually I've done that so many times where I've, I've gone right where is my nearest independent speciality yeah. coffee shop I did it when I went on a stag do to Bristol to be honest mm. and then and I found those places and you discover those places and he said they're the best people to talk to about yeah, yeah, where yeah. to go that evening and stuff did like you that get because, the boys to go with you uh, I dragged one of them a lot nice there you go that'll do that'll do though yeah yeah but um, and, it, and I've done it before when I was in I think when I was in Canada, I probably mm. had a look as well. And mm. when I gone to Manchester and stuff like that, I always find where those independent speciality coffee shops is. I go in, I get whatever their favourite thing is, or they say, tell me the best thing is, and I have an, I have an experience and do that. Mm. And often they will be in nice places of the town. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love that point. I love that point. That's really cool. And I, I, it does just occur to me as we wrap up and we get to guesses and scores now that I think part of what maybe worked, because I think here or there, you've sent me a... 
a video of this guy's before and I've just I'd never quite had the inclination to break up whatever viewing stuff is on the docket already to 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 do it and i think what worked about this one when you are so specialized in niche and you've got your own account and your own content and your coffee coffee and then give me all the hits <laughs> well yeah it's like on this one he was out of his area he was being yeah. interviewed on what seems to be to a certain degree neutral territory and sometimes if it's just like this is the me and the me content like this is why at some point you know you going on bex's podcast me doing something it's like and then you can talk about what you're interested in and then hey you can come back and visit me here it really was a nice way of selling to me that wasn't just watching him and hey to a degree that was you with the darren brown thing right sometimes you yeah. need to watch someone out of their space and i have to say at some point towards the end Stephen was asking him just about his journey and stuff and he had this really good advice about just like following uh your passion and it's just so fucking cliche but when you back it up with stories of your life about uh, like he did and how for years he was doing all kinds of odd jobs before this sort of became a passion project that now he's following through i just thought in the context of what he was talking about i thought it was really nice real life worn example of following your passion and something you're genuinely interested in being mm. a quite practical rather than a big dreamy airy fairy thing to do it's actually quite practical because you've got that energy you've got that get up and go for it so yeah listen i'm i'm very very intrigued by the fella and i found this a really enjoyable podcast and i have some scores for you do you have some guesses for me i do but they might be wrong <laughs> <laughs> well i, I i've hit it I, out of the park this week so yeah you probably won i i wasn't sure how this was gonna land um, and at the time of writing my guesses, which I think I did a couple of days ago, actually. Yeah. Um, I thought you would be threes, threes mm. and more threes. Oh, interesting. The board is kind of where I thought you'd land. I thought you weren't that fast either way yeah. in anticipation. I thought you would get stuff out of it. Yeah. And in retrospect, I was like, he ain't going to go buy a grinder. So. Oh, bless you. Honestly, after like, this is how the podcast itself is good. If I just had that kind of disposable income, I probably was enthusiastic at the end of the episode enough that if I just had that kind of money lying around, I might have just yeah. got on a fucking grinder. It was really fun, really cool. Because I don't, I'm not going to. And now this is not going to actually take off as a hobby for a good three to four years. It's, it feels like something for my 40s, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. But um, three <laughs> for anticipation. Yeah. <laughs> three for anticipation because I, I like a good podcast. That's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Fine. Four for during, four for after. It's solid fours wow. all around. Yeah, listen, two off there in total. Um, I won this week. Um, so that's fun to to say and put a little button on this episode. But now, Christopher, now I'm, I've been looking forward to this for a while. Um, mm. What's happening right now? Because usually we talk about, oh, it's this time at the time of recording. What I'd like mm. to say is this should be about mid-December when you're hearing this. So we are. True. Kind right? Of, because... Yeah. It should be like potentially Thursday the fourteenth of December. Just putting it out there. If everything, if all is well, we could always go back and and do a big bleep, like Christopher's just said his partner's name there. If if it, it were to change, but that should be the date. So guess what? We're getting fancy and festive and uh -oh. Christmassy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm not sure you know about this because we've done a lot of chatting about Christmas films and blah 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 blah. But I, I we and we I, I tell you about my New Year's tradition, which is super private and we won't get into it this moment but are you aware of my christmas traditions in terms of music no I eyes darting all <laughs> over the place no okay well from childhood i, I, I feel like i know your, t your your movie tradition i don't i don't know i feel like okay, there's a home well, alone in there or something i don't know listen but, okay that's entirely inaccurate um, you're not, a, you're not a, a michael bubble are you 
I'm not a Michael Bubble, even though I do enjoy the work of Michael Bubble in this year's Asda advert. See in the show notes advert. It's a great advert. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> good old Buble. Um, no. So basically, since childhood, um, a couple of albums became very... They're not Christmas albums, but to me, they are. I know one of them. I know one of them. I know one of them. Are you about to say the pitch? I don't think you is are. Is it Elton John? Yes. So one of them is Elton John. And it is yep. called Songs from the West Coast. I got it for a childhood Christmas and I still remember playing... Well done. Yeah, that's a good shout. I remember playing it and at the same time playing on a GameCube, the latest Harry Potter video game, playing Quidditch, being just like, well, this is <laughs> all the stuff that's going to last forever culturally. <laughs> um, and yeah, for all the years since, that's been... No, Christopher, I, I feel you're typing this. This isn't the pitch. Am I not writing down songs? No, you're not. I'm so you sure I'm not. I'm I, so... I, I heard it. You said, yep. And I've written it down. The songs from the West Coast. Brilliant. Pitch done. Do you know Go. what? Do you know I've what? I've got one for you. What? Oh, is, he, is it worked? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Over the years, I'm now uh, an old man in my mid-30s. But over the years, I, it's hard to say. Two to three albums have become the Christmas albums. And I feel like you should be rewarded for knowing one of them. Potentially, you were going to get the other one. But you're an Elton John guy. I feel like if... if I, if, I, he's fine. You're not. His, you're not an Elton John guy. His movie was better than the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. That's what I'm going to say. Mm. I both. feel like you still haven't seen both. No, I haven't seen the Bohemian Rhapsody one. That's in- he's fine. You enjoyed Glastonbury a lot. We were doing a lot of texting about the Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen. Um, I want to know what the other one is now, but I'm scared that you'll pitch it. I don't know what. What's your pitch, Jeff? It's, it's up to you. I, I feel like I've coerced you down a line. I was very uh, much. I've been very much looking forward to the, the Christmas albums shows. Almost these are two. I'm. You know, it, it's it's happening now that I'm listening to these albums on the regular. It gets me in this festive season. It gets me nostalgic. Mm-hmm. They're very personal to me. Christmas albums, and yeah, yeah. I feel like you, you for knowing your friend, you should be rewarded. And mm-hmm. this doesn't get you out of having to learn about the other one at some point. But mm-hmm. uh, for now, Songs from the West Coast. I mean, I feel like Songs from the West Coast is not long. No. Like 40, oh, you're... Like 30, 40 minutes? Oh, no. something along those lines. Yeah, it is. Listen, let alone... How long is the other one? Let al- oh, yeah. <laughs> That's such a good show. <laughs> Shall we just blindly, without actually revealing names, just look at running times? This is actually a really good idea. And that's how we can decide. I, I, I was suggesting you could give me both if you wanted to. No, 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 no. That's too special an episode. Listen, we want to give the people something special. Hey, but this, not... could, this could come out on Christmas. Right? We haven't done the baths yet. This is, no, no, listen. You're, get, you're getting one. And what, the, one that, uh, the one that I'm going to give you today is the the slightly shorter one. It is Songs from the West Coast by Elton John. It's only slightly shorter. It's 54 Why? I minutes. I don't know what the other one is. Yeah, that, is oh, to 54? be fair, no, 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 Elton John is 54, but I don't know if that's including the bonus tracks. Ugh. If it is, you're not listening to the... You are listening to an album that closes out with This Train Don't Stop There Anymore. What a classic. Oh, he knows already, mate. He knows already. <sighs> Um, the other one is 58 minutes, so it might come okay. up on a future episode. Um, it might have a connection to something. But, you know, you jumping in there and knowing, as I started to t- tease it, you knowing that this is one of my Christmas albums deserves recognition in the moment, a bit of a change I of pace. some things sometimes. S- some things sometimes. So we switch it up. Um, to 
can I just say this was not supposed to never be pitched, so it's just changed the scheduling slightly. I'm really okay. happy that this is now being pitched. Songs from the West Coast from the year 2001, that Christmas, so over 20 years wow. ago, and I still think of it as a newer Elton John album, which is crazy. I know. Um, so what's my pitch this week? Well, your pitch comes 22 years after that. Oh, here we um, go. Current as fuck. I feel too old already. And looks like we're doing a music special, Jeff. Here we go. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Shall I guess? Are you gonna give me go close on. to guess? Guess it. I feel, gonna get it I right. feel like it, it might be the the newest. It's either. I feel like you've said for the last couple of years you keep saying this thing, and I don't know what you're talking about. You keep saying Ash Nico, and I don't know what or who that is. <gasps> I keep feeling that's one or, day. One okay. day. But today's if not, not that day. If not. We have we have started the discourse around all the Spotify raps, and I feel like we never talked about the. We went from the debut by Lana. I keep feeling at some point we're going to do the the newest Lana. Oh no. wow! I really thought you'd get it. I oh. even shouted this artist out at the start of the pod. Oh okay. My partner was singing something next door. Oh mate, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing a Miley? Miley hasn't released albums. She has. She released one in twenty twenty three called "Endless Summer Vacation." Bruv, if you just wanted to prove that she has, you can just make it an odds and ends. Nope. You could just and you don't you this was coming ever since you said you didn't enjoy her song at the end of the Bill Nas X album. I did so, have I did I did have takes about her voice and what it did so to this me. Is, this, this is has true. Been simmering until okay. I knew we had time okay. to listen to music. Which I, I feel like it's only your... fair if you can get if you can get um a covers album out of your partner to listen to it in tandem. If your if your partner can be involved some way because she's she's out here singing it is she gonna feature is she gonna do a big no <laughs> it's just a thing I have to do okay what's it called she's endless summer vacation that you 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 digged on that song yeah I did like, I, I did dig on it did I dug okay. I dug I did not dig that the song but I digged on it digging digging on something is nothing that's just sometimes you'll say a phrase and I'm like what is he talking about dig on it meaning to break up and move soil okay. <laughs> <laughs> endless summer vacation you know oh very fucking festive my guy very good endless summer and we have a nice <laughs> contrasting music special where santa's now ruined christmas for jeff <laughs> <laughs> oh it's from this year yes ah girls all grown up girls all grown up how old is she guess don't know okay. well <laughs> She's older than she was. That's so true. That's so profound. Shall we close it out there today? She's actually 31. Younger than your boys. Mm-hmm. Um, older than some children. Is there any name that features on it? <laughs> Give me a hook. What's it about? Has it got the Flowers song on it, at least? My, yes, it does. Okay. Well, um, Do you like I that do- song? I don't not like it. That's a good stuff. <laughs> It's a good start. Genuinely, right? <laughs> okay. Well, listen. All right. Wrap us up, Jeffrey. About Thing 20 is, minutes ago, I thought we were wrapping up on uh, Coffee Man. And... Yeah. <laughs> we went in on Coffee Man. We went in on the late night sh- shows. And speaking of wrapping up, um, it's been a pleasure to feature in your ears this year and be part of your Spotify wrapped. Continue listening. At some point, like Alistair last week, like Bex before, um, we hope to get you on pitch something your boys are out here to review stuff we're like freelancing rogue reviewers just here to review stuff okay we want to review we want to talk we want to mindfully consume along with you consume with us see in the show notes 
this is the part of the show where I say goodbye and he says take care. So I'm goodbye. really not enjoying that part of the show. <laughs> Just say goodbye and I'll say take care. Well, if I really enjoy the end of the show, this is where, as friends, we have to agree to... To just let each other do our thing because I'm going on an endless summer vacation for you so you're going to let me have my end but I say goodbye and what do you say? Take care If you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak the microphones bleed because they're so cheap we're sorry to your ears If you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro or if you don't like the whole show question why were you here if you don't like the podcast if you think we both speak too fast too many tangents never stay on task pick up a book instead if you don't like what we recommend if your patience wears thin towards the end if you think you could do better with your friend please go ahead if you don't like this content or like me the word content then please go be more content and never listen to us again